evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. This is Pastor Jay with Anointed Radio, and we're going to start off in normal fashion with a prayer and a scripture. And the scripture we come out of today is Proverbs 5, 1 and 2, where it says, My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Turn your ears to my words of insight, that you may maintain discretion and your lips may preserve knowledge. That was an announcement that God wants us to remember that we to stay going after knowledge, that we maintain discretion of when to choose to do something, when to say something, have the discretion of knowing when it's of God and when it's not of God. Hello, somebody. So I want you to pay attention to wisdom this week, y'all, because God wants you to see the insight that he's given you. <coughs> Amen. Amen. Yeah, Father God, we just ask you right now to just come into the room. God, we ask you to just be able to be in the midst, to be able to plant a seed to the listeners, God. Let them be able to hear something that gives them a new revelation. Give them some wisdom, God. Give them some things that could be able to be used for themselves, where they can use this application in their own life, God. God, we just ask you to just touch the unreach, uh, let us touch the unreachable, teach the unteachable, and be able to even soften the hardest hearts of people so that they can say, what can I do to be saved? Bless everybody under the sound of my voice that's listening now or on the podcast, God, so that they can be able to hear you, God. Enlarge the territory of Anointed Radio. Enlarge our audience so that more people could come and see the culture of Christ, God. God, we thank you. We glorify. We love you. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Like always, this is Pastor Jay. And like always, I got something to say. You can follow me at Anointed Jalon on all social media platforms. Uh, you can follow me at Jay Calhoun on Clubhouse and on Facebook. And you can go see all of my music. Um, actually, I want to just do a shout out. Kudos is that Renew My Praise hit number one on Ocher Sony's um, charts. Uh, when I got the word, when they di- the distributor came and called me, so I got number one for like last week. I was juice. So go get Renew My Praise. Go check out Wake Up Bless and the original that everyone knows. Jesus, you make me happy. Go get Jesus, you make me happy on all social media platforms. And make sure you share, like, and subscribe and follow all of my co-hosts. Speaking of one of my co-hosts, make sure you go follow everybody's favorite auntie, Dr. Marvinetta Clay, who is recording some new songs. We is about to drop with Fly Away and a few other ones. So stay tuned to her music because she's about to have some fire coming out. I mean, some good chitch coming out. Hello, somebody. So make sure you go check out Clay Marvinetta, drmarvinettaclay.com, or check out her work, uh, her apparel at Worship Forever. Another person to check out is Chris Johnson, where he got some great apparel. You could be able to check out all of his social media and everything. Go to singchrisj.com or on social media, singchrisjay. And we have somebody that was lost, but now is found. We got Mr. D.W. returning back to the airwaves. And they scream, God. 
Thank you all. I'm just breaking, you know, taking a pause to appreciate the standing ovation virtually that I'm getting right now. Um, thank you all. That's enough. Thank you. You may have your seats at this time. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm glad to be back. Listen, uh, hi, everybody. It's probably first time seeing me in a, in a month, in, in, in four weeks. So uh, I am glad to be back. A little rusty, but uh, we back on. So follow me at the DW Experience. Um, just look for new things coming out. I'm taking my time and flowing and um, let's get started. Amen. And we got somebody coming all the way from Southern Georgia, coming with some dope bars and rhymes. We got the one, the only, Krizzy, everybody. Welcome him on the stage. Yo, yo, yo. Woo! Go ahead, tell them where they can find you. What's up, everybody? Thank y'all for having me, by the way. Uh, you all can find me on social media uh, at crizzy.young. Uh, that's on all social platforms except YouTube. You can get at me at uh, Crazy912Vivo uh, if you want to check out some of my latest videos and recent content as it relates to that. Uh, but yeah. Amen. So I have to ask, I'm gonna ask a little iceberg question, then we're going to go into some of Chris's music so y'all can hear uh, um, some of the fire that he's coming with, y'all. y'all yeah. did, I'm introducing to some and reintroducing to others some fire. That he got coming out speaking for Jesus. Hello, somebody. We need some more people just speaking on Jesus. We got people twerking on the devil, but we need people singing for Jesus. Hey, man, somebody. I said it. I say it again. I ain't scared of nobody. Anyway, so one thing I wanted to uh, just ask this question is, where do you see the involvement in music coming up this summer because summer is usually where most people come out with a new sound a new wave and we, we just stay into the christian world because i know the secular world they they doing all kind of different changes but with coming out of the pandemic places are opening back up people are touring again people are you know doing everything again pandemic is starting to be in the rear view mirror y'all so what do you guys think and i'm gonna put this on the table for you guys to um, to kind of just elaborate on the new sounds going to sound like. Mm. That's a question I never thought about. Uh, I definitely think coming off a pandemic where it was a lot of emotional things the whole world has went through. Uh, I think that music and the sound uh, may not change much, but I think about I think the place from where the creation comes from. I think is is gonna be more music that's not just about like you know trying to turn us up or you know because we for so long we've been taking like freedom for granted all kind of stuff for granted so I think we're gonna we're gonna see a lot of conscious music you know coming out and we can already kind of see that I know we're talking about you know from the Christendom side of music but we see that with artists like Justin Bieber dropping a freaking gospel album and having you know, Chandler Moore on it. So we can kind of see the other culture kind of engaging with that intimate side of life, you know, that that purposeful side of life. So I think music is going to be um, find its proper place because I think music has always come from a place of purpose. So I think we'll hear sounds like that. We'll still hear our jamming music, you know, flashy beats, um, flashy cadences, but I just think that the, the content and the packaging of what we're putting together is going to be more music that really kind of is transparent. Mm, that's dope. I like that. Um, 
And just to add on to that, I, I feel like more people are going to now listen to gospel music and Christian hip hop music now. You know, if if you remember in the pandemic, we broke the internet with church. Yeah. And not, it wasn't just regular church folk that broke the internet. It was people really joining church that never went to church. And it, it even planted a seed for people to still continue church because it was mm -hmm. online. Exactly. So I just feel like more people are going to now gravitate from the secular world where they're going to start looking at, you know, um, the Christian hip hop. If they like rap, they're like, well, I like I like I like, you know, turning up. But, you know, I'm really starting to try to change a leaf because, you know, that seed was planted during the pandemic where they going to start listening to Christian hip hop or they're going to start listening to more, you know, gospel and turning back to roots to big mama and, you know, going to church when I was younger and, and starting to find the, their way again. So I really think that um, it's going to turn to more people actually paying it attention where it becomes a Jesus culture. I like that. Right. I agree with that. Jesus. What about you, DW? Um, I, I agree with everybody, what everybody's saying, you know, I got to come with the different spin. Um, when I think about the sound, um, I think the sound is going to change because, um, you know, for a long time, especially um, in any type of music, whether it be in secular or Christian music, I think we were getting away from the soul and the, and the passion of music. You know, you had a lot of people who were in it for the money, which is totally understandable. But I think the sound for the summer is going to be a sound that resonates within the hearts of people, you know, after coming through a year of losing loved ones, losing money, and people's perspective changing. Um, I think it's not only about more people listening uh, to Christian or rap or gospel music, um, but also the artists and their motives. You know, you have a lot of people who are in gospel music, <clears throat> but not necessarily ministering gospel music, right? You can have a praise and worship leader, but they're not necessarily leading people to the presence of God. So I think this summer, you're going to have more people, you know, who actually have a passion for music, who actually have a passion and actually are coming out with messages that make sense. You know, it's like, you know, no longer is it gonna be, you know, great sayings and, and great beats and great hooks, which, which is totally fine, you know, but when you get past the place of like, okay, well, this material, you know, this you're at this level, but after the pandemic and everything that you've gone through, I think people are going to be longing to hear more, but we need artists who are actually truly artists. And that is what I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Not just, not just rappers, not, not just you got the backup and the money, so you, you got somebody with the track, but I'm looking forward, especially with young people, seeing real artists, real composers, real music. You know what I'm saying? I think this is, and I'll stop talking, but it's kind of like, you know, when we went through in the 70s, you know, war and everything going on, and then you just started having real music coming out. Like Marvin Gaye was like, let me put sexual healing to the side and, and come out with God is love, come out with what's going on. You know, like you're going to have people who are really going to tap into to artistry, and that makes me happy. And, and it's so true because environment affects the artist. Uh, uh, it, what you said was powerful because if you look at historically, um, yes, the 70s of Vietnam really changed the sound of music 
the you know especially because that was right after the assassin uh it was right well, around the time of the assassination of Martin Luther King assassination of all these people and people mm -hmm. tired people were people just didn't know what to do and artists said I'm going to use my voice and platform to be able to bring a change and yeah. we still hear those iconic songs what's going on Aretha Franklin change 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 you know uh, you know all these different things so mm -hmm. I, I, I think I'm really excited just to see the evolution of us going into this new era of music where people are appreciating the art because they know who gave them the gift. Right. And I think that's powerful. So we're going to go ahead and go into some of Krizzy's music, y'all. I want y'all to make sure you share, like, subscribe, add somebody. He's going to be talking about his story, how he got it through. You might even learn something for yourself while listening to how he made it through. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you, that you're you're sharing, you're liking, and you're adding and following Anointed Radio on all social media platforms and on Facebook where you're watching. So we're going to see you guys in a minute. We're going to listen to this track called new way let's get it hey, i'm on a new way i'm doing new things i got a new name i brought a new game i'm on a new way i'm doing new things i'm not the same man look at my old ways i'm on a new I'm in broke, I build my fake, gotta catch that wave, wave. You pay me wrong, you catching a fade, that's back in the day. Hey, hey. I hit a wave, I hit a break, got shit to go, now I'm afloat. I took a risk, don't cool my wrist, I cool my fake. Hey, I got a purpose, I seen the greatness, on a new mission. Saucy on dripping, yeah, yeah. surfing the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. I smile, I be on the piranhas, I gotta be great for his honor. Put pieces on everything, got coming for everything. Yeah. They see me up, be way, I stand my ground, be fake, got y'all that bag on. I'm on a new way. I'm on a new way. I'm on a new way. 
Behind our wall, we just be playing strong. I swear it's room at the cross, don't bless in real long. Don't you covet what I got, you know. Gotta work that out for you. Hey, know they put you in that system, but you never go with God. Hard times, you let it ride and keep God on your side. It's hard to show in love when all I feel is aching. If darkness all we see, then darkness is our life, yeah. That's why I'm out here popping, I'm just speaking life, yeah. I don't care who gon' like it, I'm just shedding light. I 
pray to God when I did it that I did it right, yeah. No bias, all love. I'ma tell what I know off. I seen that glory fall. I swear it's beautiful love, yeah. I swear it's beautiful love, yeah. I swear it's beautiful love, yeah. Listen, no bias, all love. No bias, all love. I'ma tell what I know off. I seen that glory fall. I swear it's beautiful love, yeah. I swear it's beautiful love. Why my coat is so cold and it's costing our lives? Hard to call for protection because the spirits ain't right. Sitting up in the church and I look at stuff that they're feeding. Too much hooping and hollering and shouting, but nobody's reading. It's looking more like a tug of war than that nobody believes. Need a little more conviction instead of people trying to reason. Church with no walls. Church with no walls. I have to contemplate brightness. And I'm not comfy with this life I live That means I have to show a lot more God in me raising my kids And overlook the blendedness No matter how hard it gets And all these deaths are ridiculous Too many young souls dying over foolishness I ask myself, is church by the smallest This narrative script Or is the doubt and the fear is what they leading us with Instead of working smart, we working hard Instead of boxing with this world Give your hands to God I'm feeling like young Moses would grip in this ride, and I'ma wave over this religious land till he spread it apart. And I'm in a whole new deck, so let me shuffle these cars. Cause I could no longer play with a handful of scars. And I refuse to spend my whole life looking through bars. Because purpose ain't purpose if it's done without God. You did. See, it's time for us to stop quoting scriptures and start becoming scriptures. You forget it. Why my coat is so cold and it's causing our lives? I'm just with protection because the spirits ain't right. Sitting up in the church and I look at stuff that they're feeding. Too much hooping and hollering and shouting, but nobody's reading. It's looking more like a sucker working that nobody believes. Need a little more conviction instead of people trying to reason. Church with no walls. Church with no walls. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is gonna hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. You're better than that. Life in me hard and I just hit back, back, back. Never settle, never quit. Find the Lord, now I'm lit. Just a shadow spreading light, I tweaking like a star at night. Burn this light, I'm moving way. Stick with Christ, I know the way. Pressure coming, I'm still running. Make him wish he never done it. I ain't need to scratch the surface. This is something you can't purchase. Many nights I cry, many nights I wonder why I feel the pain, but it's worth it. Through my failures, I've been searching. Nothing's out my reach, don't let nobody tell me different. That's ambivalent. Trust God, I'm near, just get, 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 get
bite our milk toast. I'ma sell they lip so Don't you ever count me? I got something great inside of me. I'm going prime time. Gotta go get what's mine. Yo, she got a little bitch. Help me, that's independent. I got a feeling I'm climbing the range. You never went by the you shoot when I blame. You better watch out, they might grab when you play. Just now, black money and all that. Devil call back, he the call that. We recall that. This is combat. Winning in my jeans, I got champion genetics. It's more than like the dreams. If you know you work, then get it. Y'all wanna see this on top. The foreman on the flip flop. But they can't silence if I cut this is my life experience. How you gonna wake me when you're mentally depressed? Your heart is in distress. These rappers leave with darkness while the world is in a mess. I'm trying to leave with light and pray my words and leave them blessed. You ain't gonna believe this. But you used to fit right here. I'd hold you up to say to your mother, this kid's going to be the best kid in the world. This kid's going to be somebody better than anybody ever knew. And you grew up good and wonderful. It was great just watching. Every day was like a privilege. Then the time come for you to be your own man and take on the world, and you did. But somewhere along the line, you changed. You stopped being you. You let people stick a finger in your face and tell you you're no good. And when things got hard, you started looking for something to blame. Like a big shadow. Like a big shadow. Like a big shadow. Let me tell you something you already know. You already know. Greatness knocking at the door. I'm beating on my chest. I'm done with playing checkers in life. I'm playing chess. Working hard to be the best. I pray that every blow connect. Ground for ground. Pound for pound. I shut it down. I'm the GO80. About to break like 80. No injunction. Young and restless. You can't touch this. I'm a time. I'm a young money man. Invigorated with truth. They gon' hate. I let them talk. But they can't do what I do. I never had a lane. I just follow who reigns. They say I'm moving fast. Yeah, I step like you say. Man, I'm trying to be the greatest, I need more, this is rain Like, what you thinking? I'ma take my brain, yeah When I die, I pray that bury me a legend You know everything in balance, check the legend When I die, I pray that bury me a legend You know everything in balance, check the legend When I die, I pray that bury me a Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it here. Y'all heard that fire. Hey, man. So we're back. And we're going to go ahead and go into the main interview, y'all. So we're going to go ahead and go and do an icebreaker. Passage of icebreaker. And the icebreaker question is this. And this is to Chrissy. If you had to live anywhere that you got to choose on your own, where would you live and why? Man, that's tough. Where would I live and why? I actually would live where I live now, but I would buy a piece of land and put my dream house in. Mm-hmm. That's because it's just a laid back place. Never too much going on, but a lot going on. Um, and I just like I just like the environment here in the community. So. Okay. Okay. So since we we're talking about your community and you're gonna stay home, uh let's go ahead and say where are you from and where's your hometown? Where do you reside now? Right, right. So I'm in the state of Georgia, Statesboro, Georgia to be specific. Uh if you I don't know if you all have ever called Georgia Southern University. Uh that's 
where I, I'm the, I live in that town near Savannah. Maybe people know about Savannah, Georgia. Uh, I live on the outskirts, kind of like 45 minutes from Savannah. Uh, in a small, you would say country, I don't know now, it's kind of turned into a small metro little city, but it's, it's still rural, but not really rural. Uh, but it's, I would say semi-rural area. Okay. So everybody from Statesboro, Georgia, I actually know where that place is quite well. That used to be my stomping grounds in the military. So I'm, Statesboro is the closest city outside of Savannah. Everybody knows Savannah because of Outcast and the Forrest Gump movie. But Statesboro got Georgia Southern, where a great university, we got a decent football team. But you know, it's a it's a very um, great city where it, it is laid back. It's very it's real chill. It, it, it ain't too much. But it, it, it still got something going on. Like what he said, it, it, he described it perfectly. So um, what brought you to start rapping? Um, back in, let's see, uh, man, I was 18, I think. I um, started like really trying to pursue God like for real. Like I wasn't trying, I really was pursuing God for real, but I just like rap music, period. I come up with Lil Wayne, T.I., Jeezy. Pastor Troy, like you name it, I came up off that T Pain. Like I, that's just the product of who I was, like that that hip hop part, hip hop culture. But I kind of like just wanted to kind of clean cleanse myself of like that content in the process of me being transformed or like really pursuing God. And I kind of used rap as a venting mechanism. Uh, kind of like you know, way people may use a journal where they uh like write out things they may struggle with, things they may want to have. Like that's what I was using it for. And I actually thought I was doing something new. Uh, when I started doing this, I'm like, whoa, you know, like there's a guy named Flame out here. And I can remember, I remember his song, like to this day, it's called I Surrender. And like, man, that song just did so much for me at that time. Like when I found out like this was a real thing you could do, I kind of started to take the craft seriously. Uh, with a couple of other friends of mine. We were a group uh, called Chosen Young, and I went solo three years ago. So that's kind of how I got into rapping, really as a form of escape or venting or lamenting uh, different things that I felt about God in my life. So did you ever rap on the secular side before rapping on the Christian side? <clears throat> I, 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 didn't, I never planned. I ain't... I, it wasn't in my plan to be a rapper. Like I never thought this was. I'm be straight. I was just like a football track star. I, being a rapper or anything related to music with me doing it was never in my mind at all. Like it wasn't even really in my mind when I began to do it. It was just something that I was doing to, you know, like a pressure release. You know, like to 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 vent, right? To release things like your therapy. Yes. That's exactly what it was initially. And it still is. Mm -hmm. Initially, that's all it was about. What has your music helped you through? You talk about um, starting off music as a way to vent, as, as a way to release through therapy. So um, what were you going through that you needed to vent and release about? Just just the just the change in lifestyle. Like I come from, I'm not, I, I'm street, but I wasn't super street, but I was street too at the same time. Mm -hmm. like I'm around street people. I got I got some home, I got a homeboy, you know, that that is in jail right now, 109 years. And it's like I could have been right there caught up in that. So I'm like, 
I was really venting like an appreciation in some sense that God saved me, but how am I going to be kept? I didn't really understand how I was going to be kept like in that time. So I was venting to thinking I was going to be keeping myself, like keeping myself close to God by doing this. Uh, while I was, I mean, I got married at 20. I was married through college. How, how am I going to be on this campus? Not lusting on women, not, you know, pursuing the women that's pursuing me. How am I going to be this model figure that I, I feel like I'm supposed to be, you know, I got, shoot, I've been married all through college. I don't even, what was college like for me? I've been a father through college. So like I was a young cat in a world where it doesn't make sense to be who I was. Mm-hmm. You know, it just, and it, like, I'm still young and, and for a lot of people, it still don't add up. Like when you, when you balance, like if you weigh my life compared to somebody else, but you know, God has different callings on people's lives, which I didn't know. Like, you know, this is hindsight 2020, I'm giving, you know, from now backwards, but you know, I didn't realize that all that was preparation for what God was going to be having me to do later on in life. So uh, it's just a struggle of being a college student, you know, around drugs, women, and all this stuff like that. And then just battling your own insecurities that, that, that you would have just as any person has, you know, where you think you're flawed, where you, you know, things you struggle with, uh, selfishness, different things like that, that. You know, I know I'm being very vague, but for me, that's what it is. I, I keep life for me is real simple. So I know, yeah, yeah. Vague, but it's just, it's just for me, it's just transparent. Uh, but I, I think the beauty and the transparency one, um, you know, a lot of people in, in the Christian world are afraid to talk about mental health and, and handling mental health. So you sharing how, you know, you could have chosen to go to the streets. You could have chosen to you know, express yourself through through alcohol or or through different um, avenues that aren't healthy for you. Um, so what I want to know, even though you're being vague, can you name a time or tell us about an experience where you using music as therapy saved your life? Like, is there a song that we may hear that that actually came about from a situation? That saved my life? Uh Saved your life, or there was a, a yeah. time like that. You know, this song came from whatever you were going through at the time. Because you know, you talking yeah. about it through through music is very important. People need to hear that you don't have to go down negative avenues to deal with right. your emotions or to deal with with life. So, what I want to know from you is what song or what event in time created a song. Uh, I remember just me graduating high school. Man, it's so long ago. I think I graduated high school, like a three, five, three, six GPA. And me going to college and just like playing around, bro. And I mean, I I freaking bombed my first semester of college. And like in my family, it's not really a lot of people that that's in college and going to make it through college. Like it's just, you know, not something we just, a lot of us, some pursue, but just a feat that not a lot of my family members got over. Mm-hmm. And I was like a one, four, five, you know, like, I'm like, whoa, I'm like on academic probation. I'm like, man, but it's like, I know, I know I was like, I know you ain't brought me to this point to just like, just fail and drop out. And and, and it's a lot of people, you know, that I was hanging around uh, in college who were just coming to college to get student loans or that Pell Grant and they gone. And I remember one day, um, we were in like the game hall or pool hall, whatever you want to call it in college life. And this dude was like, yeah, you know, 
you got to get your money right now and God come later. And like a switch went off. I'm like, I was on the stick playing man and I just, I dropped the sticks, bro. And I'm like, I'm out. Like, I left. Like, I literally left. And, you know, I, I can't even remember like the, the specific song that I wrote about that, but it's like I've, in the past, I talk about that in ways, like in my lyrics. And sometimes I still talk about that stuff today, just in ways, those type of things come out of me, just those life experiences I, I put in my music. But that was one of the big experiences. And I'm like, I'm on this walk and I'm like, and we in here and nobody had a problem with that guy saying that. And I'm like, y'all can have my downs. I'm like, I'm going, I, I just left around the dudes. You know, I, ain't, I wasn't judging them, but it was like, I didn't need to hear that. Like, you know, yeah. what I'm trying to do, you get what I'm saying? I don't want to hear that, you know? So I like, I just left. They're like, what's wrong? They used to call me stage bro. They're like, what's wrong with stage bro? Or whatever, I was, I'm gone, man. They never really, At that point, I wasn't really ready to be like a person who could be apologetic and share about, you know, my faith like that uh, in that moment. I wasn't scared to share my faith, but I feel like I would, I'd be ready to be more hands-on. So it's like, let me just, because I feel like you just like, just this guy for real. And I'm like, I'm different now, but I'm like, that's that's that street stuff though, but I just left because I ain't want to get in no argument about no God come first, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Pastor Jack. Um, one thing I want to ask is when <clears throat> when you were doing the music, did God call you to do anything else? Uh so in the process of me, oh that's a funny story. I'll tell you this. So um in the process of me like starting to like rap and do all this stuff, it had been been God had kind of been pulling me and tugging me like to you know to like be a preacher or whatever kept hearing hearing that voice I knew God was gonna use me to do something like to influence people and speak to people I'm like no nah, I'm not being no preacher I ain't I remember like I stopped going to my church because my pastor was like you know he wants to like work with me and train me he had a vision of God like using me like that and I was like she had a vision of God using me like that and I was like I stopped going to church. I didn't, I didn't go back to that church. And then I, went, I started going to church with my girlfriend at the time, but my wife now. And then the same word came again. And I said, I ain't going back to that church either. And uh, I went to church somewhere else, like in Carolina. I'd never been to this church before. And it happened again. I'm like, what? So now, like, your eyes is open. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I, I don't even, I never met this person. I never met this person. And, you know, I knew I knew God was calling me in that regard because like I'm 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 learning scripture and it's like man this stuff is like something that I already know it's like a story that I've already been a part of when I was studying it for myself I'm like God why I know this I don't think I ever read this but it's like I I know what I was reading this was kind of early in high school but I just never really paid that attention and never really died into it and then like full circle hindsight 2020 is like God was using all those signs. Uh, to have me where I am today as a pastor. I pastor a church in my local community as well. Amen. And I I think what you're you're telling a story, it might not have been in the same sequence, but it, is, it has the same concept of so many people that's called to ministry of how they ran from it. I ran from it. I could tell y'all right now, I, I had to hear all the way in Hinesville, Georgia, away from the Bay Area that I'm supposed to be preaching and I ran from that in California and heard it 3,000 some miles away from home. And one thing that when I realized when you stop running and stop getting the, the whoopings, because you get whoopings when you're yeah. 
delayed disobedience, you start losing things. You start having stuff happen in your life where you're like, man, why can't get ahead? Because you ain't listening. Facts. God is telling you, like, I need you. You will be blessed beyond measure if you just do what I say. Just 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 go right here. And we like, nah, I don't want to go over there. So it, it, I think you're telling a, a testimony that a lot of preachers have had. And I say this on the air. If anybody just came out the blue and said they wanted to be a preacher, I pray for you because it's I pray for you because I don't know. This is not a glamorous, a glamorous uh, position. This is not something. It's a lot of lonely nights. Hello, somebody. There's a lot of things where you got to pray for people. And, 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 and it's not something where um, it's all about you because exactly. as, as a minister, it, it stops being about you and starts being about the people. So, um, yeah, I think somebody needed to hear that today because it's, it's somebody's running from that calling. Everybody is out there on <clears throat> their will. But, you know, sometimes when you let God really take over. Like yes. Really take over. Stop with your, you know, trying. Like I, we hear, we say a lot. I'm probably guilty of it too. Well, you know, back in the day, I used to do this and this and this and this and this. When you stop doing that and just follow hmm. Jesus, your life will change, and you don't even know the 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 change and the blessings that God have in store for you because it is going to be so great that you couldn't even think about it. If, right. And, and and I know a lot of people say, well, you know, I'm, and when I look back over my life, I could literally say right now, when I look back all over my life in my two bedroom apartment in California where people used to shoot at the house <laughs> and the police and somebody would jump over my fence while I got three small kids and a wife in, in this small house. And I thought I made it compared to what I have now. Yeah. I wish I'd have listened to God earlier. I'm telling you. If you listen to God, God will bless you. So I got a question. I, I just, you know, learning that you're a pastor, um, you don't have the look of the traditional pastor or, or the vibe of the traditional pastor. Um, you know, I love it. But what I, I do want to know is, um, number one, I'm just curious as a pastor in 2021, um, do you find it? Um, easier or harder to to pastor people in this climate in this new world and and my second question is as a new pastor who doesn't look like a traditional pastor um, do you get backlash do the older people give you a hard time or do you find that there are people who are more traditional who give you a hard time like what's your experience like as a as a pastor in today's world? Well, one of the biggest things that I see, like, just since we're going there, is just how even regarding understanding everything you just said is how clicked up everything is. So, yeah, me being young and me being different is already uh, nothing itself. But I came I came up from older people like that. You know, I came up under like older traditional uh, leadership and, and uh, mentors. So. I have an old soul, right? But at the same time, I'm like, uh, I have the new, I don't know what, what we could call it, but I'm a new era. Like, I'm new era, but I'm an old soul. So like, if you were ever to be around me, like you'll probably notice I'm very authentic. I'm very simple, very energetic. But at the same time, 
I, I have some solid viewpoints, right? And 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 even the way from the way that and, and those solid viewpoints, you know, uh are the way I live my life. So like you say, you can look at me and you'll see one thing, which which is why I think that kind of entices younger people. But also when younger people around me, they see that well, this dude is just really different. He looked just, you know, he he looked like he should be having on white t-shirt khakis and, and this, but I mean, you know, he, he moves like that. But uh, you know, I haven't really felt any like pushback in that regard, but uh initially people because I've been doing this for a long time. Like I think I was 20, um, 20, I think 20, I was 20 when I started. So I'm 29 now. So I've been doing it for so long in the beginning, you know, it was just training, 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 being around people. Yes. You have to work to show those older people that, you know, you're not playing. And I think me being married, me being a father. So things that older people weren't really doing, even though they were in position, I had been doing, like I, I did that. I've done that. I've, I've, I can tell people about marriage being young because I've been married for nine years. So, like, I, I've, I think I'm older than I look. If I to put it in perspective, I think I'm older than I look. Even though I'm young, I'm older than I look. Okay. You know, I've, I've been through life. I've seen life. I'm one who who grew up with, with uh, a father who's, you know, was locked up, but one who loves his father, one who... When his father got out, I married him. I did his wedding. I did the counseling. So it's like I can engage people on both sides, an older person, a younger person. I'm able to reach them. And one thing that I believe is important is just me, in my opinion, as a pastor, I'm real, I'm real passionate about people really understanding Jesus because I think that changes everything. So I don't really get caught up in the theatrics of church and all that stuff. I don't really get caught up in that because, you know, I've, I've seen how that, you know, goals. And what I mean is you can just give you a, a small example of what I mean. So when we get caught up in all the different things that go on in church, so let's say you want to, let's use an example of feeding the homeless for Thanksgiving, right? Have people arguing about what we're going to feed the homeless. So like, I don't, I don't really like all that kind of stuff because I think we missed the point about what we're doing. So that's why I'm, I'm, I keep everything simple and I'm big on, you know, things coming from the heart and things being genuine out of love, you know, and it's, it's, it's the reason we're doing it that matters. It's not always how we're doing it. It's, it's the reason behind what we're doing. So, uh, and the why on what we're doing. It's not always going to be the how. The how is important, but if we always focus on the how, then, you know, we we will be find ourselves being very, you know, selfish, sometimes boastful, arrogant, you know, because you want to focus on how things look and, and all that. So I don't really get caught up in that. And I think for me, Yes, I do get judged being young and I and I and I and I don't look like that and I don't walk around saying I'm that, right? People meet me first before they even know about that. You know. So I don't I don't I carry that weight like as a pastor for real in the way that I live my life, not just like the title of being one. So uh I just I live my life and and, and try to my best to let my life speak something of God and people people will know, you know. People will know. And I think ultimately when we do that, that's how we could reach people. That's what made Jesus unique. He 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 allowed the, the scripture tells us to 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 be in the world and not of it. So it's okay for us to to be in the world, right? To to be amongst them, to to engage them. If we don't engage with them and we seclude ourselves from them, then how are we ever gonna reach them? Right. And I think that's been 
you know, a lot of the problem with why, why the church found itself now not having a lot of people our age in the church. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, That's that was deep. One, one question for the both of you, actually, like you know, I'm just gonna throw this out there. You can just interview me. That's interview. Well, it's a it's a pastor it's a pastor question. So if oh, yeah, you're yeah. a pastor, also, are you a pastor who raps or are you a rapper who pastors? And you can put singer. You know what comes first, or what's the? Are you a pastor who sings, or are you a singer who pastors? So rap, I, I live like this. Rapping is something that I choose to do. It's not who I am. So it's something that I, you know, that I choose to do. Um, and I don't even know how to answer that question. I just feel like rap is something that I choose to do. Like I'm also a teacher. I'm also a coach. Uh, I coach three sports. I'm head coach in track, assistant head in basketball. Uh, defensive coordinator in football. So I like do a lot of things. So, you know, I, I just feel like the things that I do don't make me who I am because God already did that. So I don't really get caught up in that. And, you know, but I just feel like rap is something that I do and I'm, I'm somebody that believes in God. So that's just, just like rap is something that is, it's supposed to be, I, I feel like I'm more of a hip hop person than a rapper, you know, because I feel like rap is just entertainment where hip hop is. Like, listen, I got something to tell you. I got something that's going to wake you up. I got something mm. I need to expose. So I feel like I'm more hip-hop than rap. While I may make rap sounding music, though, but, like, when you when you listen to my music, like, you play greatness when I say life hit me hard and I just hit back, right? So it's like I'm not saying that to be boastful. It's just it's just like, you know, when, when things come, a sickness may come in your life, are you just going to lay down or you going to get up and, and fight through it and push through it? So, like, that lyric can mean different things for different people, but that's kind of what it meant for me at that time, you know. So to, to answer that, DW, since I'm I got wrapped into this interview, I would simply say is that I'm a pastor first, and one of the gifts that God gave me is to sing. Because I I use that as a tool to reach people, to be able to show people about Christ. But I'm I when I chose to to walk into pastoring. I mind you, I chose to because I could have just kept being disobedient and run away from it. But I chose it and mm-hmm. I promised God that I will be an ambassador of Christ to be able to bring people to see a light in dark situations constantly on and out of the pulpit, outside the church, out at work, in the grocery store, and yeah. just really be able to show that no matter where you at, you could be able to to show the light of God and to be able to be that 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 hope where a lot of people don't realize that you always on, not just on Sunday, but yeah. when you, when you get to work, you got assignments. When you get to the grocery store, you got assignments and, and, and you'll start seeing, if you pay attention, you'll start seeing what God sends your way to see if you truly walk in, in the authority that you say you have as a pastor. And I, let me put it like this, not even just pastor, as a, a, a minister, because that's the what we all started at. Pastoring means I just pastor over a, a, of a congregation and right. you know we get kind of all wrapped up into it. But people got to go back to the basis when you was a minister, because you're supposed to be able to minister the gospel out to people and be able to tell people about the word of God and the great news that God is alive. I think that's the most important part because a lot of times we worship. There's a lot of people that worship a lot of things is dead, money, mm-hmm. <laughs> money uh, all kind of things that that ain't even 
alive, but Jesus is really alive and he yeah. loves you. And he, no matter what, even when you should have been dead and gone and, and God was like, man, I'm going to take him out. Jesus said, no. Hello. Yeah, you, you just got to think about how deep that is. And if you are on fire for Christ, no matter what you go through, you're going to tell everybody, just think about when we all were baby Christians and we just didn't really understand fully, but we just yeah. want to tell everybody about it. That fire should always still stay lit somewhere. It might not be as burning as high, you know, but as long as it's still lit to be able to tell somebody, think about it. If you witness to one person a day, that's 365 people a year. Hmm. That's just deep. That's one person. I'm not telling you to go out and witness to thousands. I'm just saying, if you told somebody about Jesus Christ, one one person a day, that's 365 people. That's true. That's very true. Because he said, go out and spread out the gospel. Right. That's what he said. I'm paraphrasing it. But I'm just saying the main concept is for us to go spread the gospel so somebody can know about the 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 somebody who can help everybody. Amen. 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 I just wanted to say that since you brought me into it. Amen. So we're going to go ahead and go back into the music. So one thing I want to ask you about with the music is this. Um, Have you, I saw that you actually, let's talk about this. Whoa, how we skip over. You did a song with Kalandra Luckett. And um, how did that come about? Oh, so um, that came about through a mutual person, which was the person who produced the track, which is uh, Kid Class. If you don't know Kid Class, he is the one who, I don't know if they won a Grammy, they were nominated for the Grammy with Corn Harthorn on Unstoppable. Mm. Uh, so met him in Orlando and I was like, yo, uh, Terrell been telling me about you. I think we need to work, we need to link or whatever. And he was like, yeah, just let's do it. So a couple of months after the Orlando trip, Hit him up. He sent me like a catalog of beats. And I was like, yo, this is the one. And I actually was trying to get, was going to go after Corn on the record. Uh, but in the process of us communicating with them, he was like, yo, you ever heard Keandra? I'm like, no, who, who is that? And I was like, oh, I like her voice. Let's, that we can make it happen. And he put us in contact with her people and we, you know, chopped it up and made it work and cut the record, you know? the record so that's kind of, that's how that happened so that's dope I, I wanted you to tell that story for a reason because there's somebody out there wondering you know about networking and you kind of gave them the game plan you networked with the producer who introduced you into an artist that you know and, and i want everybody to listen to this okay you never know who's who turns into who and how how somebody could be able to be connected to you that, you know, is be able to just blow up. You never know. You know, you could be on anointed radio one day and next, you know, I'm like, I'm like the DJ envy of the gospel world. And you're like, I remember right. back in the day when yeah. I was, when he was in a little closet and it was in a big studio. And, you know, so you, I, I just look at it like this character and networking makes everything in this industry, independent artists. I'm speaking to you right now. You got to network and you got to be presentable because mm. Because one thing I see yeah. that's very, um, I don't know what it is, diva-ish, diva-ish, uh, prideful-ish. Uh, I don't even know the word of it. Before you make it, you have, even after you make it, you still have to stay humble. You know, because your character is what people say about you when you leave the room. 
Yep. Not what they say when you're in the room. And you said something that's deep. You went, you networked with him. You, 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 he even thought to send you music. First of all, you had to have a good impression of, of, of when you met with him because he wouldn't have sent you nothing if you came up with an attitude. Yeah. <laughs> when they connected you with no other artist, if he was like, nah, even if he felt obligated, he'd be like, well, I'll give you a beat, but I ain't going to tell you who to meet with. He actually helped you along the way where it's like a golden, con it's like a, it's a godly connection because God yeah. connected you with him because you was obedient and you treated him like a person. Amen. I'm putting out keywords like that for somebody. I'm going to help you out out there in the world. I'm going to save somebody's career because there's a lot of independent artists that kill their career because they how they portray to other people. And you got to remember, you need people in the in, in the entertainment business. Throw that out there. How you make it? yourself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So, um, DW, go ahead. Yes, sir. No, I, I'm just taking all of this in. Um, in. In regards to music, who are your musical influences? I have a lot of those. Uh, and sometimes they change from time to time. It just depends on the season. But as far so as where are they right now? Right, right now, who's your musical influences? Ain't gonna lie to y'all. Y'all may think this is left field, but looking at everything that's been going on in our country, I would like Kendrick Lamar to drop some music, like honestly, mm -hmm. just because of his conscious mind and where I know, like, why are you naming a secular guy? But this dude speaks some real stuff, right? Um, you know, that's that's one of the conscious people I listen to, just from a conscious standpoint of 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 how he. Uh, pins his message right to the world. Obviously, I, I like Lecrae uh, as as uh, one of the big big homies in the uh, Christian community. Uh, but I've been I've been gravitating toward a lot of worship lately. Uh, like Chandler Moore, I'm really a big fan of that guy. Like, yes. I know it's worship, but I'm a big I'm just a big fan of Chandler Moore and the whole tribal movement, all that stuff. Like Maverick, like I've been gravitating toward that, but. Um, as far as rap goes, like Kendrick Lamar, Meek Mills, I just, I don't know, I like those conscious rappers. Not every song they make, but some of the conscious songs that they make, uh, just because I, I like conscious stuff. I know they, they, they make crazy music too. <laughs> and some and some people in Christian, the Christian side make some crazy music too, so. Uh, yeah. So, you know, I, I listen to people who are saying things. You know, I don't judge, okay. really, you know, because God, God still saves. Oh, they got breath. I am not, you know, I ain't gonna sit here and say I agree with everything about their lifestyle. But if, if people say things that's true and factual, you know, it's no it's no different than what we're just talking. It's now it's in music, right? So uh those are some people. Uh I have been I've been listening a lot to uh Hovey as well lately. He's he's from my area, so I just I kind of been just listening to him because I I really can see myself doing a record with him, so I just kind of been listening to him, trying to peep what style of record that'd be if I was to kind of try to make that work. Um, I do want to ask. I want to kind of get deep for a second. You know, um, you just made me think of DMX when we were, when you just uh, mentioned Kendrick Lamar and stuff, and and um, you know, you said as long as you have breath in your body, and it made me think about DMX and his recent passing. Um, uh, a lot of people have just talked about his greatness, how anointed he was, um, how he was a praying man. Um, but also there's been conversations about how, you know, we as a community have have failed him. Um, do you think we have 
we are failing some of our artists and, and some some of our 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 colleagues in the in in the music industry. You know, there's a lot of people right now who are suffering with addiction, um, with mental health problems. Um, and I just want to know from you with DMX passing, how do you think we are dealing with other people who are struggling? Do you think we're failing them? Do you think we're helping them? What do you think we can do better? Oh, ooh, that's tough. Especially when we're talking about addiction. I think we have to, I think as a, as a culture, we have to, to acknowledge that that is a problem, especially in our hip hop culture, right? The glorification of, you know, usually obviously women and all that, but like the real glorification of drugs now is a problem, right? It's a problem in the music industry where rappers talk about all the time, right? Popping Molly's or Percocets or drinking lean. Like I hear, I hear teenagers, right? And you know they ain't my children because if they was mine, I'd be wanting to punch them in the face. Not really, but I'm just saying. <laughs> but like uh, a, a loving spiritual punch is what he meant, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Alleged. That's Alleged. what he meant. Alleged. Like, like 16-year-olds talk about they had did lean this weekend. Yeah. So so what do you think we, we as a culture, you know, what do you think artists are doing? Because we talk about the talent, we talk about the gift, but also I think the real conversation and Pastor Jay, maybe you can help me out. We know people are struggling. We knew DMX was struggling, but yeah, we never did anything about it. Um, but I there are still trying. I okay. think some people try. And I think this is my thing with DMX. If you listen to DMX talk, I see a lot of reference with DMX life that we may see with Paul's life. Paul often talked about something he struggled with that he was never mm -hmm. over, able to overcome. And I just think that was one of those things because I thought DMX, I haven't been, granted, I haven't been watching this man life, right? I thought he had been doing okay, <laughs> you know, just from some things I said. But then after I, when he died, I went to start back. I like, oh no, he wasn't okay. You know what I mean? So I do think that we, and I don't know. I just think that people were trying to help. But one thing, it's hard to help people who aren't fully receptive to their help and don't, you know, see that. They see it as a problem, but don't see that as something that's ever going to change in their life. Uh, you know, so how do you, I'm always been a person, how do you help someone who doesn't want to be helped? Do you that? take responsibility for part of that? What do you mean? Like in that, in that, in the situation where that happens? I mean, you know, it's it's like we acknowledge that someone someone can't be helped, um, but in that doesn't mean we should. You know, have have we failed them? You know, it, it, as as pastors, as Christians, as artists, you know, have we not extended enough grace? Is there somewhere where we could have done better, or or we could do better? Because there are plenty of DMXs right now, even in the Christian world. What what do you think? Oh, oh Lord, because Lord. I think I think we need to Jesus. that issue for me is a like, if you just look I'm at back. if you just look at our culture, like we could this is a this is a question that really is, has to be handled like just from a conversational standpoint because it's it's a it's a village, right? We we've lost the village, right? Fathers in the house, we've lost the the role models, right, that people really need coming up. Because even using DMX reference, it was his role model that messed him up. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? His, his role model did that. 
So we're, we're losing the, the like, think about if you had a good father, would a good father do that to someone if they were around? No, I don't, a good father wouldn't put their child in that situation. Granted, we cannot right. control what our children do, but scripture tells us that if we train up a child, they, 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 they won't, they're going to have, they're going to do what they're going to do, but they won't stray too far away from this. Right. And since we don't have this village anymore, that's training you know, the child. We live, in, we live in a world where social media is training our children. The educational system is training our children. We're working. Right. So I think, you know, I just think we are losing the village. You know, it's, I'm, you know, I teach and it's like certain, t- certain things you can't say to people without them wanting to, you know, go fist the cup. So it's right. like, I think we, as a people have to become more selfless with each other, right? Yeah, Patient. Okay. And, 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 and another thing that is hindering our culture a lot too is like the, everything is just racist. Like, you know, I don't think that's healthy for us to just assume everything and everything is racist, right? It's not healthy for the growth that, and this is just my viewpoint, that our culture needs, because I think that holds us in the past. That's just my opinion. Something that we're allowing the past to hold us hostage. So even when we get what we, we don't know when we're ever going to get what we're looking for because I don't think we really know people that's leading us really know what we're looking for because the question I always ask is when is enough? When do you have enough? Right? When you know? Because I hear we talk reparations, we talking all this different type of talk. So that's why I say that conversation for me can go a lot of <laughs> like a lot of places because. I think that that's deeper than just something that we see just with DMX. Yeah. Well, I, I want to kind of talk about that too, because um, just in general, there's a lot of people still alive to this day. And I hate the glorifying of death, but not helping while living. Mm-hmm. You know, my grandmama mm-hmm. said, give me my roses while I'm alive. My auntie. Don't don't sit don't here and glorify me after I'm not even here to hear you say it. You know, and I think that's yeah. one thing. And it's not just in, out in the world. It's 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 in the church too, where people yeah. have got desensitized and lost empathy for people, and lost that number one rule: treat people the way that you want to be treated. If I got lost, mm-hmm. I want you to not give up on me. Right, 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 right. A lot of people that in in the most that they probably be like, I can't believe Pastor Jay just still stick in there with me. I want because that's what I want people to do. I might not be one day in the future. I can't tell the future on my best. And I don't want you to just turn your back on me and just be like, well, I'm done. I try to help you once and and you didn't want to do it because I remember. And that's what really brought me to Christ. I wasn't I wasn't practicing Christianity as a young person. I just would watch because my grandmamas went to church, right? Yeah, but one yeah. thing I saw about church was the older mothers. Like, they were deep. Yes, they could be messy, but they <laughs> loved you no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. and they loved you, and you didn't have to be their child. Like, you know, exactly. you, you could just be in the church, and they just was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to be strict with you because I love you. And I, I'm, I'm going to tell you something because I could see how it could turn out. Yeah. See, that part's missing. Yes. Everybody is starting to get to, you know, either I'm scared to tell someone because what you said, everybody won't go fist to cuff and, and have issues with it. Or again, to the point where they're like, well, I don't want to say something about 
what they're doing because I'm scared that they're going to talk about what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's like it gets to a point where everybody is now not being effective in their 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 gifts because God got a gift of deliverance. But how many deliverance churches do you see nowadays? How many people is actually standing on the word of God and helping the people that's really in need? There's people with addiction. There's people with all kind of stuff dealing with it in the church operating just like it's a normal routine going to work. And it's just kind of like, where is the change? Where is the change where people are going to say, I care about that child that's 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 going instead of, you know, posting it on social media, trying to get yeah. the likes? Because it was, it was a, a man on social media that just it was deep. He was in Chicago and he said, I wanted to yell at everybody that pulled out their phone and watched this man get hit by a drive-by instead yeah. of trying to help him. And he took him to the hospital and he said, don't worry about me. I want you to take care of that person who just got shot, who got three kids and actually now got hospital bills by just trying to drive somewhere and get hit by a stray bullet. I want you to not worry about my Uber. I could, me and my friends could get my car fixed, but what about that man that just got shot and he got to feed his three daughters? You know, the, that's where you have the human side hello you know the human side of you where you start thinking about other people because if it mm -hmm. was you would you want people to pull out your phone while you bleeding out that was deep to me because i'm sitting here like have we got that desensitized that by somebody is literally in jeopardy for their life and people are trying to get 50 shares and 50 likes we're disconnected we're living in a disconnected world. People would rather record and play church than actually put the phone down mm. and, and be the church. So when I think of, of DMX, you know, when I think of artists, it's like, it's almost like metaphorically what you're saying is like, that's kind of who we have become. Like we've lost the grace and we've lost the emotional feeling and we're metaphorically pulling out our camera phones and recording and watching because we'd rather post it for likes than actually get in there and step outside of ourselves and give grace and actually help help a person. That's just my opinion and view. Well, it, it goes back to the scripture I talked about, about discretion, discretion of no. Yes, you could share on social media. We live in a social media world. Technology is out there. You can spread the gospel to the every end of this world nowadays. That is a beautiful technology. But let's say this. Everything don't need to be shown. And nope. everything don't have to be publicized. If you know about a young brother going through it, it shouldn't be everybody. Let's pray for Jamal because Jamal is going through. No, call Jamal because you could Facebook somebody fast. So people are so quick to Facebook, tweet and DM compared to calling somebody old fashioned and say, bro, God put you on my heart. I'm praying for you. Whatever you're going through, we need to talk. We good. The basic interactions to be able to help somebody, especially that have been locked down for almost a year in a pandemic, because there's so many people dealing with mental things that they just got to hear somebody tell them it's OK. Remember when you was a kid and you would fall, you would hurt yourself, you went through some things. It felt great to hear somebody that loved you say it's going to be OK, just because you're an adult don't make that any different. We yeah. have to stop making things complicated because God gave us the solutions. We just not using them. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my final question for Chrissy, I just want to know, 
Um, you have great music. It's amazing. You got the look. You seem like you're one of the cool kids. You know what? He's what keeps like the, cool <laughs> the cool kids? You know, you got the the the, the, the jewelry. You got the hat. Mm -hmm. You know what? What I want to know is, it could be easy for you to have a big head. It could be easy for you to get caught up in the ego, the music, the accolades, the compliments. You know, the access to to the producers that very few have access to. What keeps you humble? Ooh, uh, it's not really about me. So, you know, one of my one of my philosophies with music is to reach, impact, and influence. So, I think like if if I totally made this about me, it'd be hard to reach. Uh, it wouldn't be hard to influence, but I think that I w it wouldn't be the influence that I would like for it to be. Okay, uh, and it wouldn't in the same regard. It wouldn't be the impact that you know. I would like for it to be as well because I, I believe I want, I want to impact people in a, in a in a lightful manner, right? In a positive manner. I want people to, you know, not just be inspired by my music, but as the, I'm big on the, this is the biggest part of me, right? I'm big on the people that surround me being inspired because those are the people that we're going to impact most. Right. They may never tell you, right? They may never tell you, but believe it or not, the people that see you every day. Are the people that you're going to impact the most? So I'm not I'm not one that's out here trying to hop on social media, go live to impact the world, right? But I do know when I am on live, when I am on things like this, I can impact the world, right? Uh, you know, I I don't believe in trying to change the world without changing myself. You know, mm -hmm. I definitely like we were talking about So I, I don't believe in saying change needs to happen. My my thing is be the change, be the change that you speak. Right? Let it start with you. You know, uh, what is that song? What do I say in church on no walls? We can't do it by ourselves. So while we stand alone, we hide behind our walls. We just be playing strong. So like, you know, we can't. It has to start with us, yourself, right? If if it starts with you, right? Then guess what? You can reach that person next to you. If you can reach yourself, right? If you can allow God to reach on the inside of you, to deny yourself, then you can. If you really live by that then you can display what it means to deny oneself. And people going to see that, right? People going to see that it's genuine. People people know when something's real, when something's authentic. Like, you won't, we ain't got to put on for nobody. Jesus already put on. That's just my opinion. Like, I right. ain't, we don't have to put on for nobody, right? This ain't, this ain't, if I put on anything, I'm putting on Christ first. That's just, that's just what it is, right? So, you know, he, he he's done it. You know, he's done it. I'm, I know my wine life. I know my how in life. I know my who in life. So I'm not really, I ain't chasing fame or fortune. I'm a good father. I'm a good husband. You know, I love. So I, I, that's, it's just those values, man. Like it's hard to be a person that's totally selfish. And I, in my opinion, they really have those values. That's just, I, I don't even think about that kind of stuff, to be honest with you. Like that's I really, good. I don't. I get asked these questions and sometimes I don't know how to answer it. Because everything about my life, in a lot of ways, granted, now I like doing a lot of things that I do. I'm not saying I'm not selfish. There's some, everybody has elements of selfishness in them, elements of pride, things that we battle. But I do so much selfless acts, you know, uh, that sometimes I don't even see it as an act of selflessness. I just, it's just a fact of who God has called me to be. So I think that God just transforming me is how I'm able to be this way. That's my only answer. It's just God transforming me. 
That's good. I, don't change, man. It, it's, you know, there's so many, and Pastor Jay and I both know, you know, from behind the scenes, there's a lot of artists out that are amazing artists that every time they sing, you will, you know, you you feel it. But behind the scenes, um, it's, it's you know, they're different, you know, yeah. and, and so it's refreshing. I've seen it. And, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, it's really, it's really refreshing yeah. to meet artists to say, this is who I am, this is what it is, and this is all I know how to be. It's not an act, it's not a gimmick, it's it's not a show or anything like that. And and meeting you as an artist, it's like, you know, that's what your fans appreciate, you know, and your new fans that you'll gain tonight, they just appreciate people being real. Like you said, you know, people know when they're dealing with the real versus a, a false representation. Right, because false representation can't keep up. Mm. Eventually, the the truth right. is going to come out. Uh huh. So one thing I want to say is this last question. Then we will go ahead and wrap it up because it is late on the East Coast. Yeah, so boy. With that being said, um, what is some future projects that you would like to work on, and got in the works, and what other than rap are you trying to get into? Um, future project. I'm working on releasing uh, Greater 19 Deluxe. I'm trying to get it out by summer. I don't know how that's going to work, but for the end of summer, and then I'm going to work on a new project. Don't know what that's going to be. I have a lot of music that's, that I've been working working on, and I don't know what music will make the next project or what music won't. I don't know what God will even have me to do. I just, you know, I stayed in that creative element to make music, but you know, when I go into trying to make an album, I, I believe in trying to put a message in it and make it purposeful, purposeful, not just throwing songs together. Uh, so that's uh, what I'm working on. Also, a uh, new wave video is definitely coming within the next month or so. Um, mm. And let's see. I want to write a few books before I leave this earth. So I've been kind of slow rolling into that. It's just finding the time to actually try to do that. I have I have some pocket writing of shorts that I wrote. You know, just about, I don't know, it's just about, it's, I would say life, it's a life book. It's one of those kind of life books, right? Uh, you know, like one of those what changed for me, I think is one of the one of the things kind of I want to write about. So, Love it. Yeah. That's dope. So where can they find you, man? Where can they find you for all the people tuning in, all your new West Coast fans that you didn't just acquire tonight? All right. So definitely, man, y'all can get at me uh, at crazy.young on all social media platforms. Uh, you can also check out my website, crazy912.com. Uh, just go in there, find some unique stuff like this hat right here you see me wearing. Make God first nice. again. Uh, uh, also, you can get my music. Just search Crazy on any like musical platform, and you'll find me. Uh, YouTube, just type Crazy. I'm kind of trying. I've, I've worked on my digital footprint because there are some other Crazies out there, but I've been working on that digital footprint so I can come up. So now, if you Google me, right. so yeah, pop up. You, you know, you know, it's crazy. It's now nowadays, people just gotta say, "Go ahead, and just Google me." because <laughs> that's it's the easiest way just like google me you find my information so one thing i want to say on behalf of anointed radio we thank you crazy for coming on tonight because yeah, one man. thing i tell everybody is the most valuable thing that you have on this earth is time 
And I really appreciate you spending time with us, being able to talk about the things that you're doing, all the great movements that you're doing, and just it's, it's just dope. So I really appreciate you. One thing I want to say is this ain't a one-time thing. So when when things drop, let us know. We'll definitely promote it, put on the social media. Now that you came on, you like family. So you got some Las Vegas family now. So anything that you got that we can help you in, we want to be there to help you because the, the mission statement of Anointed Radio is you united, we can bring a change. So I, I really believe that unity brings change. And if we're all doing the same concept, and that's to spread the gospel and to bring people to Christ and to be able to help people change lives. Because we got to help people change life because we can't do it. We got to help them get to the source so they can change their own life. Amen. So I I want to just say thank you in behalf of all that. And I want to um, just say that everybody just go follow him, y'all. So go follow him. He's dope. He's genuine. You heard it tonight about it. We had some great conversation. If you're just tuning in, don't be sad. You could that you could go to the beginning of the Facebook or the YouTube, or you could just wait till Sunday and listen to it on our podcast platform because we're on all digital podcast platforms, but title because y'all know what it is. Jay-Z be hating. hating. Amen. And I'm going to say that until he put me on title. I ain't scared of nobody. I'm just saying. I'm going to put that out there. So with that being said, um, yeah, make sure you could go to our podcast platform where you can be able to look at all of our playbacks. Make sure you download the Anointed Radio app because we are a 24-7 gospel station in Los Angeles. Amen. 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 That plays gospel 24-7 where you can hear music like Crizzy and all of our previous artists. Oh, my God. I have to let me say one more time for the people in the back that didn't know we're a gospel radio station in Las Vegas. We are a gospel radio station that plays 24 hours of uninterrupted gospel and Christian hip hop and different genres of Christianity that brings people to Christ. And if you didn't know, make sure you go download the Anointed Radio app because, you know, then you, if you don't know, now you know. Amen. Just had to put 24 that out. Hours. 24, 24 hours. 24 hours. Seven days a week. Four hours a little. Man, just be able to just want to do something at three o'clock in the morning, turn on Anointed Radio. Turn on the radio. Damn. And you're going to hear something that's going to be able to bring you through. So with that being said, I want to do a special shout out um, on on another note to uh, someone that graduated from my um, high school um, out in the Bay Area from Antioch High, which I played football on. I didn't make it far, but hey, God saw otherwise because I'm on anointed radio. But I want to shout out a young man named Najee Harris who went first round to go to the Pittsburgh Steelers. He went from black and gold at Antioch Panthers. Now he is in black and gold for Pittsburgh Steelers. Shout outs to you, young man. He comes from Richmond, California, went to Antioch. He got the same pathway, same blood, same soil as me. So I had a shout out because that is a great thing to be able to, especially come where he's coming from his humble beginnings or where, you know, he didn't have a lot. And for him to make it to the league, it feels like a lot of Bay Area love is coming out into the league. So shout outs to Najee Harris coming from my high school, my high school, Antioch High, which don't get featured out a lot, but Antioch High School out of Antioch, California. So shout outs to that. And um, with that being said, we're going to go ahead. We don't got Cletus no more, but we're going to go ahead and play Adam. And if you don't know, God loves you. Oh, that came in loud. Okay, we grooving. 
So if we don't know, now you know. I want you to know that God loves you. I love you. And make sure that you follow Anointed Radio on all social media platforms. Make sure that you download the Anointed Radio app. Make sure you go and share about everything Anointed Radio because it will bless your soul. We got over 300 episodes, including now this is another one into addition where everything has a great message where you can learn something about Christ, learn something about yourself, and learn something that can be able to help you in your walk. So with that being said, love, peace, and chicken grease. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm being silly. But bye, y'all. We'll see y'all next week. See you. Thank you.